Welcome to the McTaggart Attack Podcast. I'm Kevin McTaggart. It's Monday, July 5th, 2021. Monday is entitled uh, Kevin's Monday Therapy, where I just talk about whatever I want to talk about. And Wednesdays are what's pissing you off Wednesday, where I talk about whatever you want to talk about. That's how all this works so far. I've thought of other themes for other days, but I'm not ready to do that yet because <laughs> I don't know if they're good ideas or not. But right now I'm just sticking to two episodes a week because, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I will see what happens. So this week I like to be as full and and disclose information as much as possible. I'm I'm recording it. I'm recording the podcasts differently this week. Um, I'm back to a way that I've done them before, and I'm hoping that they actually work. And I think I think they are. I've tested it. I've tested it enough times today, and I'm pretty sure it's going to work. But we'll see. What I'm doing today is I'm recording via the camera on the laptop. That's right. I'm using the laptop camera again, and I have my USB microphone hooked up. And I made the lighting lighter, but I might change the the, the color of the bit of it because I stopped using the laptop camera to record the podcast because I would record it through Wondershare Filmora, that program. And there was a lag like between what I was saying and what was appearing on screen. And that was messing with me. And I stopped doing it. That's why I just started recording the podcast as audio only because I got pissed off about how the video was going. But today... I had an epiphany or a come to Jesus moment, if you're one of those people who like to say that, that I can record it on my laptop through the through the camera app on the laptop and then um, take that file and put it in Filmora and edit it that way. And I think that's going to work. I tested it a little bit earlier today and I think the sound is working I hope this is the version that we're using if not I'm going to be pissed off we'll see I don't know anyway um, so that's how we're recording the podcast episodes this week anyway there's a few things I want to take a jab at today to get off my chest. And um, first thing I want to talk about is um, how how I've been doing. Like I've I've been having anxiety issues the past couple months, and then like I'll meditate that day when I'm feeling really bad. And I'll feel better. 
and I've been struggling with stuff at work because there's new stuff that I'm learning and I have anxiety about that. And um, I'll meditate and I'll feel better. And then it dawned on me that I really should meditate every day. Not just on the days when I'm, not just when I'm in a bad mood. I should meditate every day. Even when you're in a good mood, you should still meditate. I shouldn't just meditate because I'm in a bad mood. So, started meditating every day since last Sunday, I think. Monday or Sunday, I think. Last Monday. Definitely last Monday. Maybe even Sunday. I'm not even sure how long it's been since I've not meditated during the day. I actually haven't meditated today because that's because it's Sunday and it was lazy and I wanted to record the podcast. And I figured me not meditating before the podcast is probably a good idea for content purposes. I don't know. We'll see. This might be horribly wrong. I don't know. But but yeah, I'll definitely meditate later today after I'm done recording all of these podcast episodes, which are just two podcast episodes. But I just wanted to iterate that like it's important to meditate every day. Even when you're in a good mood. Because I think it just sort of builds up. It's, it's, a medication, it's a meditation practice. So you have to practice it every day. And by God, this week has gone by a lot better at work. Because of meditation. So I highly encourage you to look into it. If you're someone who has like anxiety issues. Worrying constantly thoughts racing in your head it just helps you make it helps you become more aware of that you know and I encourage meditation it's been something I've been dabbling with since seven years now really when I first read the um 10% happier book by Dan Harris and then I would meditate a little bit. I would try to practice it over the years. And then last year, I, I met with a therapist once. And she mentioned apps. And she mentioned the 10% Happier app. And I'm like, I've thought of using the 10% Happier app. But I didn't want to pay for it. And then I'm like, I think I should start paying for it now. It's a paid app. But it's really good. It has a lot of great guided meditations on a variety of topics. So I highly encourage you to check it out. I wish that 10% Happier had, like, an affiliate program so I could, you know, make money off people using the 10% Happier app. I should look into that, I think. We'll see. I don't know. Anyway, that's what I wanted just to start the podcast off with, was just encouraging people that you need to meditate every day, not just the days that you feel like shit. Especially, do it especially on your good days because that'll make them better that's what I think anyway what else do I want to talk about today um, I feel like the universe got some messages wrong got some messages wrong um, because 
on the same day that they didn't flee Britney as everyone wanted them to, Bill Cosby ended up being freed? Um, no, no, we, we didn't want Bill Cosby freed. We wanted Britney Spears freed. What the hell are you doing? The hell, what the hell is this? Doesn't make any sense here. We didn't want Bill Cosby freed. We wanted Britney Spears freed. Did we want Britney Spears freed, though? I'm going to be honest. I really don't care if Britney Spears is freed or not. I mean, she obviously has made some terrible decisions in her life to where other people had to take control of her. So, I just, I haven't really watched, I haven't watched the Free Britney documentary. I heard about it, but I haven't watched it. And I'm sure that will make a compelling argument for the conservatorship to be ended. But that's the thing with documentaries, is that it can tell a story and, and give supporting arguments for for their stance. Documentaries can claim to be as objective as they want, but they're not because they're still the view of that person making the documentary. You can have someone that makes a very objective documentary that wants to take both sides of the story, that shows both sides, and that's great. But I'm just wondering, this free Britney documentary that everybody's gotten behind, it's really just one side of the story, I think. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't watched the Britney Spears documentary. I don't think I'm going to. Maybe I will. I'm not sure. Is it on Netflix? I'm not sure. Let me know where I can find the free Britney documentary, or even if it's worth watching. Am I right that it's really just a subjective look at the situation? Because to me, I'm just like... If she fucked up enough in her life, maybe she shouldn't be in charge of her life. You know? <laughs> Don't want her to blow all of her money. What if what if they do free her and she like just blows all of her money? What if she what if they free her and she kills herself? You know? Then like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have freed her after all. Bill Cosby, on the other hand, should not be free. <laughs> and let's be clear about this. Bill Cosby is not innocent at all. Whatsoever. The 30 to 40, at least 30 to 40 women who've claimed he seduced them and drugged them and raped them over the decades, decades, will disagree that he's innocent. He's not innocent. The only reason why Bill Cosby is out of prison is because the Pennsylvania prosecutors absolutely suck because they promised him he wouldn't be prosecuted for his comments back in 2005 so they used those comments in the trial and they shouldn't have done that it was a fuck up on their part so the prosecutors are to blame for this whole Bill Cosby thing 
I think Bill Cosby and OJ Simpson should go on tour together, you know? Some Yay America tour. Or Prosecutors Suck tour. <laughs> Thank you, Prosecutors tour. Some sort of celebratory tour to celebrate their lives because they're out. They're out of jail. And it's it's all our justice system's fault because they suck at the logistics. Yes, innocent people end up in jail. And also, guilty people end up out of prison. Those are two glaring problems with our justice system, is that innocent people end end up staying in jail and guilty people end up getting out or getting off because they have better lawyers or whatever or because of issues or mistakes made by the prosecution that frees them years later. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. Can't wait for that, that, that Bill, Cos Bill Cosby comedy tour that's he's trying to have happen. I understand he's already trying to reach out to comedy clubs. Someone's going to have him perform. He's going to be on the road performing. And people are going to go watch. I might go. I might go. I don't support him at all. He's a d disgusting monster who should have stayed in prison. But it almost feels like a car crash thing that I need to see um, how this is going to go. Will anyone laugh? I imagine they will. If, 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 if Louis C.K. can still get, you know, gigs at comedy clubs, so can Bill Cosby. They shouldn't, but they will. Because America... America. What the fuck else? Just gonna talk about today. Oh yeah, Chloe from Smallville. Allison Mack, that her name. She's been sentenced to three years in prison for um, being the second in command for that whole Nexum sex slave thing, sex cult thing. So. Having Chloe from Smallville end up in prison was not the ending of Smallville that I was expecting. Honestly. I wasn't expecting that ending. Were you expecting that ending? What a twist of an ending to Smallville. With Chloe ending up in prison for running a sex cult. That This all goes back to though, my talk about the documentaries earlier. Because... I watched that docu-series, The Vow, which documented the whole Nixon, um, Allison Mack, and that other guy, um, the guy who led it, who's in jail for like hundreds of years now, I think. It's like, it, the whole docu-series was like one side. 
It was it was all these it was all these people that saw the light and left because they realized it was a sex cult. Did you really leave it? Because it was a sex cult or because you were engaging in the sex cult and you decided to leave the sex cult because you didn't want to get in any trouble. So you make this documentary to make yourselves look good and look like the innocent victims here when you're actually not the innocent victims at all. I, I, I want to look, I, I can't wait for season two because I think season two might be showing a different light on all this. I also understand that there's another docu-series or documentary um, about this whole Nixon sex cult thing that, that I think I want to check out. Because I think that shows those people that made the Vow documentary in a different light. So there's two docu-series that I need to watch. Like the, the Free Britney one and the, um, the, 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 the second docu-series about the, the Nexum sex cult. The leader of that, of that. Why is it all these cult leaders have to look like Jesus? You ever notice that? All the cult leaders look like Jesus. That kind of makes you think. Was Jesus a cult leader? Maybe he was. Maybe he was right to get crucified. I don't know. I wasn't there. Did it even happen? But apparently it did. That's right. Was Did Jesus deserve to get crucified? Was not a topic that I was thinking I'd mention today. On... Um... The McTaggart Attack podcast did not anticipate hearing about that, talking about that today. Um, what else do I want to talk about today? Oh yeah, it's it's the fourth of July. The fourth of July, and um, as I'm recording this, it's the fourth of July. It's July fifth as you're watching and listening to this now. But um. Just want to go on record to saying that fireworks are stupid and overrated and they're loud and they're annoying and I hate them. You can like them all you want and that's great and that's fantastic. But I really just don't just just don't give a shit. They're stupid. They're annoying. I'm not going to go watch fireworks. I don't find that interesting. I don't find that fun. One thing is because it seems like people, you know, explode fireworks every fucking weekend. So it's like having fireworks go off on the 4th of July nowadays is just sort of like, meh, happens all the time. Who gives a shit? If fireworks happened just on the 4th of July, then that would be one complete thing. But like, they have fireworks go off for everything nowadays. So it's like, who gives a shit about fireworks? It lessens the importance of fireworks going off on the 4th of July. I could understand for fireworks going off on the 4th of July, but I hate when fireworks go off every other time of the year. So it's just stupid to me. I'm just, I'm just tired of the whole fireworks phenomenon. I think fireworks are stupid. I think the fireworks are overrated. And I'm just done with caring about the whole fireworks phenomenon. Like if someone tells an event and say, there'll be fireworks afterwards. I'm like, I'm leaving early. I'm leaving early if there are fireworks afterwards. I don't care about your fireworks. I don't. I don't care. I don't care at all about your fireworks. 
but you go ahead and enjoy them if you enjoy fireworks. I'm just telling you, I don't enjoy them because I think they're stupid and overrated. Let's see. Um, let's talk wrestling to end the podcast today. Uh, I was, I, I think Mark Henry said this on the Busted Open Radio show the other day when, um, when, uh, Selena Vega returned on SmackDown after she had been released. And he mentioned how he had a conspiracy theory that he thinks that Fox demanded all of the good wrestlers be on SmackDown. Because they're paying so much money for it, they demand the best people on on the Friday SmackDown show. And he said after he saw Zelina Vega show up on SmackDown, he's like, it's not a conspiracy theory anymore. It has to be the truth. It has to be. It's a theory. It's just, it's probably true. It makes sense, which is unfortunate because it hurts Raw. Because you don't see all the people that are on SmackDown on Raw, which is a shame. I hate the brand split, but I think it's a thing that we're going to have to deal with. I just, I wish that, like, <laughs> yeah, I just, I just wish, I wish that wasn't the case, but his theory makes a lot of sense, because Raw is the worst show of the week. It shouldn't be three hours. It's the worst wrestling show of the week, I should say. It shouldn't be three hours. Too fucking long. And they have a bunch of wrestlers that no one really cares about for that much that much there were a few but there's there's just some wrestlers that nobody really gives a shit about which is unfortunate I was thinking that it would be cool if like Fox and the USA Network traded show names because that's the only way Raw could be better is if Fox bought Raw instead of Smackdown because then SmackDown would have been the crappiest show. Because SmackDown usually is the crappiest show. But now SmackDown is their best show. And it's on Friday nights. And usually I don't want to usually sit and watch TV on Friday nights. I want to be out. But we'll see about that. But it's just, it is a very interesting theory about Mark Henry. And I think he's right. That Fox demanded that they have the best wrestlers on their show and that's what's happened the most interesting wrestlers the most compelling storylines i like what happens on smackdown i don't like what happens on raw i was wondering the other day why is why does why do we love smackdown so much and we hate raw so much and it's it, it just makes total complete sense is it because all of the wrestlers that we like that we care about are on smackdown all the wrestlers that we really don't care about are on raw and that's why. That's why. One more thing from Busted Open radio show that I wanted to talk about this week. Sort of. Um, Bully Ray gave his, gave his opinions on Eddie Kingston's uh, promo following the Saturday Night Dynamite where he bashed WWE calling them the other channel, you know, saying how they didn't have a heart and stuff like that. He bashed he bashed AEW. 
I mean, he bashed WWE. And Bully Ray talked about how, you know, there's only a few people from AEW that can bash the WWE locker room. The ones that have been in the locker room. And that was like, he mentioned a few names like Cody Rhodes, Chris Jericho, Miro, Mark Henry could if he wanted to. And and the one the one clip that everybody is getting upset about is when he tells Eddie Kingston to shut the fuck up and stay in his lane. And Bully may or may not be right about it. I, I don't know. I mean, one good point that he made in his comments was that when Eddie Kingston made those comments, it didn't really get the pop from the crowd that I think he was expecting. But I do think that AEW needs to stop with the WWE bashing, okay? They just need to focus on their own product, okay? Like, just worry about making your show good instead of bashing the other show. Because WCW used to bash the WWE a lot. And WCW is not a thing anymore. Okay? Also, I just have this feeling that, like, once live crowds come back, the WWE's been sort of, like, lollygagging for the past year and a half. Doing just enough. I mean, they've made a shitload of money. They've made more money during the pandemic than they did before the pandemic. But I just I just have a feeling, or a hope, that the WWE's going to be picking it up a notch once live crowds come back in a couple weeks. And then that might not be a good thing for AEW. We'll see what happens. Can AEW continue this momentum now that live crowds are back? I think they can, but I'm just like, they just need to be careful. And wrong with the WWE. I'm very curious to see how it'll go with live crowds coming back in both shows, both promotions having live crowds, all the promotions having live crowds sooner rather than later. It's going to be very interesting, and I'm looking forward to it. I, I just wonder, I just have a sneaking suspicion that the WWE is just going to kick it up a notch, and I wouldn't be surprised if um, they make themselves clearly still the best wrestling promotion in the world, because they are. AEW may think that they are, but they're not yet. They could be soon. But I just have a sneaking suspicion that once live crowds come back, um, it's going to change some things. I don't know. I don't know exactly what's going to happen. I just think something's going to happen. And I'm looking forward to seeing what happens once live crowds come back. And that's the bottom line. If you smell with the McTaggart Attack podcast. Available wherever you listen to podcasts and on YouTube. Is cooking.